Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Transcending Together with Julianne and Lee. Thanks very much for joining us. And if you're still with me after my 223 slot, thank you for staying with me. And if you've just tuned in, thank you for tuning in. We've got a really exciting show for you today. We've been going into a lot of very deep subjects, transgenocide and menopause. So this week, we've got our first guest and she's from across the pond. And she's not only a really good friend of mine, but she's a really good friend of Trans Radio and Truck FC. So... With no further ado, let's bring in Carly. Hi, everybody. Hi, Lee. Hi, Julie. And hello, everybody in the United Kingdom and everywhere else around the world that's that's giving Trans Radio UK. My name is Carly Webb. I am a writer contributor to Outsports.com. I am a rabid supporter of Truck United FC. And when I'm not writing about sports, I'm also playing them. Right now, I'm, I'm in the middle of my, my busy season. I'm a runner, I'm a cyclist, and I'm playing women's American football this year. And in wow. fact, I'm wearing the team jersey of my team, Connecticut Reapers Women's Football. In fact, we're preparing for our next game again, coming up later this week. And actually, it is an international challenge game. We're playing a Canadian-based team this coming week and really looking forward to it and really had a lot of fun doing it. It's great being here. I'm really regular listener of Trans Radio UK, I never thought I'd actually be on it. And I always told Lucy Clark, you know, hey, put me on sometime. I'd love to come on. I'd love to come on. And now it's here. So take another box off for me in 2023. <laughs> There's your bucket list, hey? We're working our way through it. So I must say the one thing which I absolutely love when I chat to you is you've got such an infectious personality. You're always so upbeat and we're all very downbeat at the moment in the UK with our being turf central and all the rest of it. So it's really nice to hear someone who's really join the club. And <laughs> join the club. 465 pieces of anti-LGBTQ legislation in 41 states in the United States right now. Believe me, we have our Rishi Sunak, Suella Braver, and Suella Bravermans over here as well. Yeah, it's really quite frightening, isn't it? What's going uh, on over there? I mean, well, over here and over there, it, it's as if we've taken a time warp right back to about 1985. I mean, yes. with, with, with some of the things we're seeing over in the UK, uh, this is Thatcher and Hazeltine all over again. This, we're talking about, there are people that want to return to Section 28. Yeah. And that's a place that no one should want to go. And also in that time, for those of you who remember the time, you know what the 1980s was like. It was panic. It was the AIDS panic. There were things like Section 28, the moral majority over here in the United States. And the real sad thing is we've gone back to that. And I find that absolutely reprehensible that we have gone back to those times. There is no reason for us to return to that. We've come too far as a society in regards to issues of human rights. We've gone too far as both of our countries with the special relationships that we have between the United States and Great Britain. Both of our countries have come too far to go back to those times. And it's it's saddening that we that it looks like right now we're fighting the same fights again and again and again. That's something Tony Benn told us, though, is that each generation must fight the fights to secure democracy. And it's unfortunate that as we tape this, we're recording this on the day that Allied forces beat Nazi Germany. And we're, oh, being, and we're fighting Nazis yeah. again. And we're, yeah. and we're fighting Nazis. How in the world does that work? Yeah, it's insane. It's people who didn't realize that The Handmaid's Tale was a cautionary tale, not an instruction manual. Yeah, some people think it's a textbook and it's sad. So is today the the E-Day? Well, actually, we're one day. We're a couple days off. A couple days okay. off. We're a few days yeah. off. But, but the thing is, 78 years ago, 
we defeated fascism. And now there's people that want to bring fascism back. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what world yeah. is that working? I mean, how I'm just wondering for those who want to go back to the days of the Bolton Circle and the National Front, how is that working for you? Answer that question for me. For, for people in my own country, who wants to bring Sieg Heil back in style? I certainly don't. Yeah, there seem to be a few people who do, though. And I think that it's often said that free speech for some always ends in free speech for none. And that's often what the, the right sort of go to when they want to go on and on and on about their, their right to have these obnoxious opinions. What they don't realize is there's a second verse to that, and that is that rights for only some always end up with rights for none. And those people that are championing and so excited about taking us on and beating us down, they don't realize that it's that age old thing, you know, first they came for the socialists and I wasn't a socialist and on and on until eventually they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me. No. Mm, very true. And, and a lot of people believe that they won't be that one who's left. Yeah. But eventually always... you will be. Eventually you will be it's interesting that the first one is the first they came for the socialist well i am a socialist and yeah i mean <laughs> Me <too. laughs> I'm, I'm i mean i'm if we want to put it in a uk terminology i'm old labor and damn proud of it yeah me too. Corbin all I mean, the way. The, the red flag song is sung at my house. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> and I uh, and that's... I agree. And and I mourned the way Mr. Corbin was treated. And yeah. I I'm <clears throat> you could have had real life Harry Perkins as your prime minister. You headed it there for the taking. Yeah, that was and, definitely for me, that was the turning point when we headed but, off down this road. And that for for me, I mean, I was looking on the other on the other side of the pond looking. It was upsetting because I'm like, how in the world do you not vote yeah. for this guy? I was looking at it and saying, how in the world do you not? Yeah. This is, I mean, you had a clear, I mean, it was a clear choice. Um, in the United States, you get, okay, what What do you want? Do you want neoliberalism light or do you just, and in Britain, you had a clear choice. We turned to Thatcherism or you had a new direction. And yeah, we, we <clears> even <throat> for a short period of time had a PM who, thought she was the reincarnation of Margaret Thatcher. She sort of <laughs> compiled all her photo ops to try and mimic everything Maggie had done. <laughs> that would be a that would be a certain Miss May, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, no, that was no, Liz that was, that oh, was Liz, the one. oh no, oh no, she, Liz is Liz is oh, you're talking about Liz? Yeah, yes. she didn't out, the one who didn't outlast the lettuce. Lost the lettuce. <laughs> she lasted what two? How much did she get? Maybe a month. Yeah, Two it, months? Was, it was three 40, weeks, I think. 47 I mean, days or... Oh, was yeah. it 47 days? Something like that. So, yeah. Lee, Lee, you need to jump in because Carly and <coughs> I, when we when we get talking, yeah. we, we don't even have enough time to, to breathe. So, Lee, what would you like to talk to Carly about? I would like to speak to Carly more about her athletic ability. So, you were telling us earlier that you were like really, really busy with everything that you're doing is it running and cycling and well, you mentioned I'm a, I'm football well well i'm a runner i i am a runner i i am a cyclist in fact i'm a do athlete triathlete that's when i'm not doing my other job which is very similar to the mission that trans radio uk does i'm a peer support operator for a similar group here in the united states called trans life which is a which that's is me. a 24 hour day seven day a week helpline for transgender people here in the state i've been a part of that mission for four years now I'm a peer support operator and I help train peer support operators. So I wear a lot of hats off. I mean, and what I do off the, what I do on the field is a way to, what I do in sport 
in many ways is my it, it's my it's my self care. That's what mm. sport is at one level for me. Yeah, it's, it's very important because I wish people would understand that self care is important. I wish people would understand that for trans people, just letting us be, letting us live, and allowing us to just be in society, just let us be in society. We'll do the rest. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that means a great deal. And sport can be a part of that. For me, sport is a boost. Sport is something that, again, it's it's my place just to, it's my place to relax, allow me to be myself. And just, it's another way of self-expression. And like I said, I'm wearing a lot of hats. I'm really enjoying this time playing. I mean, getting back to a sport that I grew up in. I'm a, I'm a Midwesterner, so American football is like oxygen to me. It's like breathing. And to have the opportunity to play this game for the first time since I was like maybe in high school is a big thing for me. And to get to play authentically and get to play with a proud group of women who are fierce athletes and just are awesome sisters has been extra. It's added years to my life, even though if you've seen me on the field and see some of the hits I've taken, uh, you would probably beg to differ with that. <laughs> but no, that's what sport has meant. But Lee, that's what sport means to me. Is yeah. it's I mean, my we were talking it's, about... it's a place to live. It's a it's a part of my life, but also it's a place where I can just live and live abundantly and just enjoy and get away from the noise that we were just talking about. Because we all we all see them, we all hear it. I mean, there's no escaping it. Turn on you turn on the television news, it's there. You click on the internet in the morning and and it's like, okay, new piece of legislation here or there, or someone is talking about how they want the free speech right to make to call us the most vile things they can. Or in the UK, you've got Pierce Morgan's trampling about he's a pansexual parent or something. Um <laughs> You can't escape it. Sports gives me a place to escape it. And that's something that we mentioned on one of our previous shows was just in Hold terms of men. Okay. Hold that thought. I was, I was going to say, I'm going to give you a chance to escape this this particular line of questioning because we need to go to an ad break. <laughs> but hold that thought. And yeah, it's really hard. Like when it's just Lee and I, it's quite easy for me to just come through but Carly you such a big personality it's really hard to get you to stop talking <laughs> <laughs> which I totally appreciate and I love you for so let's go for an ad break and we'll be back in a couple of minutes oh I love this we continue in moments this is good yes yes you're locked to Trans Radio UK many website owners don't like their website hosting company or support provider but are too scared to move to someone else in case they lose their site or it affects their business. Based in Telford at Purple Prince Media, we will move your website to us free of charge with the best support possible. And if you're looking to start up a business, we're also here to design and build your website from the ground up with unbeatable prices on web hosting and dedicated servers. We're also certified Magento developers, which is the world's biggest e-commerce platform. So rest assured, your online business is just a click away. Drop us an email on hello at purpleprints.co.uk or visit purpleprints.co.uk to get started. Purple Prince Media, the local website company. Win £25,000 and help truck listeners at the same time. Enter the Rainbow Lottery and click Truck Listens as your chosen organisation. And not only can you win £25,000, 
50p of every ticket purchased will go to Truck Listens. Please see www.transradiouk.com and click win £25,000 for more details. Ever thought about having your own radio show? Well, now you can, as we're looking for presenters to join our team. No experience is needed and minimal equipment required. For more information, email info at transradiouk.com. Transradio UK. Tune in via DAB in Ireland. Download our app via your smart speaker or online at transradiouk.com. The world's largest radio station for the trans community. Trans Radio UK. And welcome back. Let's carry right on from where we left off. Lee, you were about to say something. Yeah, I was just going to say to Carly, we've spoken about this in one of our previous shows about mental health and how sport plays a positive role in mental health and the knock-on effect it's having, particularly with young trans men, girls and boys, where they're not giving the opportunity to play the sport. Well, see, that's one of the things that, that really means a lot to me. That's one reason why being visible for my own self map and being out there and playing, because I want to see, I want to see all young people playing sport. I mean, I've, I've coached youth sport in the past. It's something I want to get back to. And I want to see kids out there. I want to see kids hitting pitches, hitting fields, out there on tracks, out there in pools. I want to see that. And I want to see young trans youth out there as well. And effort like efforts like what Truck United does with Truck United FC, that matters. And it matters even more when young people, like I want to give a shout out to my, to my British cousin, Emily, who's gotten the opportunity to play for Truck United and actually has scored a goal for Truck United. Oh, wow, that's um, so cool. Hi, <laughs> Emily, Emma, hello. Just want to give a shout out. I made it. I made it to Trans Radio UK. Can you believe it? <laughs> things like things like that accrue. Sport, like anything else, it I, to me, I think sport taught right is so wonderful for young people. When it's Amen. when it's put in the Amen. right perspective, it can be beautiful for young people. Um, John Amici recently talked about this on his Twitter a few days ago. Talked about how important it was for his development, for someone as a young person learning a new game to show a belief in him and look where it took him to. And look where it, it's taken him to. And yeah. that's the same thing for any kid. But especially for LGBTQ youth, I think it can even be more valuable for, for marginalized youth. Sports can be a difference maker. And I want to encourage governing bodies, don't take sports away from the kids in general, but especially don't take it away from LGBTQ youth and don't take it away from trans youth. Don't. Sebastian yeah, Coe, think it over. Think it over, Lord Coe. Think it over. Think over the rules that you're putting together. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, Sebastian Coe, I grew up and had the picture of the Fab Four on my wall as a young half miler in Omaha, Nebraska. You know, the Fab Four to me is Cram Coe over Elliott. Let's just, let's just get that out of the way right now. Sebastian, come take it from a fan. You don't want to no, know. Rethink that rule. Rethink these policies that you're that you're putting with world athletics. Rethink it. Because not only are you hurting athletes right now, you are hurting athletes in the years to come. You're well, hurting you're hurting some it. young kid yeah. who just wants to do who who probably picked up a book about you and says, I want to be him. I mean, yeah. and it's that to me, that's what I think in states in my country that are right now putting these bands together on transgender students who want to play sports in their schools. And, and let's be real what this is about. This is about, let's stop saying trans athletes when we know we're talking about trans women. Let's, yeah. let's, let, let's stop that right now. We know what we're talking about. And 
let's also be real on that as well. If you start seeing trans boys on pitches across the football pyramid, some of you are going to complain about that. If you Verity so? Smith starts starts <laughs> racking up starts racking up tries in wheelchair rugby, some of you turfs are going to have a problem with that. Let's really talk about what this is really about. This isn't about sport for a lot of these people. This is about I'm uncomfortable with the fact that you are who you say you are. People need to get over that. I've written articles about this. I've talked about this. And I think that's the real of the transphobia that we're seeing in our respective societies is that people are just uncomfortable. And not just on a, not just on a pitch, but in an office or even on the bus. Or even down at Tes walking the aisles at Tesco's doing your shopping. People are just uncomfortable. That's the real issue here. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Last year, my good friend Emily, who who runs Harlequins Pride, the uh, it's the largest LGBTQ Pride rugby supporters group. And last year we marched with the Brighton and Hove Sea Serpents and Brighton Pride. And I was carrying a poster which said, let trans people play. And this year we're actually going to take those same posters and we're just going to, with a black marker, we're just going to scratch through the play and write exist to demonstrate how far mm -hmm. we've fallen from last year where we were just fighting for our right to participate in sports to a year on we're fighting for our right to exist in society, period. And it never stops with sport. Sport is there. It's their wedge issue. It's the thing they come in on because they know that the armchair sports person has absolutely no understanding of what it actually takes to create an elite athlete. And you can tell them over and over again how when you say to them, do you know any sports stars who have an identical twin? They're like, um, no, not really. And you're like, yeah, but there's lots of them. So how is it that if they are genetically identical, why is one an elite athlete and the other one's not? And it's because it's not about genetics. It's not about physiology. It's about mindset. Those things might give you the framework from which to build from, but they don't make you successful. It's like being in business, having a, a high IQ or being intelligent or passing all your classes with A's doesn't necessarily translate into success, does it? It's that drive. It's that commitment it's the hours that you put into something exactly you know and on the other side you can be a rank imbecile and be prime minister oh i didn't say that sorry <laughs> boris well you've got your own problems there <laughs> oh 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 no you think <laughs> Love I mean, you donnie oh, uh, i'm looking forward to the world of hurt coming his way yeah lee do you want to jump in um, yeah, we've mentioned that you are an athlete. So have you faced any challenges in the world of sports yourself around discrimination and things like that? How's it been for you? From an official standpoint? No, person to person, a little bit. Yeah. But so much depends on who's a, where where you live, who's around you, and what kind of supports around you. Thankfully, I live in a part of the United States that is pretty progressive. And people who are in sport have ranged from either indifferent to rather progressive. I mean, for example, 
when I'm doing road races and whatnot, for the most part, road race directors are, they're pretty accommodating, they're, they're pretty progressive, and they know what the rules are. So there's really not a problem. I've had one problem as an athlete when someone objected to me and the race director who had all my data on file, which you have to do with governing bodies, they were able to say, no, she's within the rules. She's eligible to race and she's going to race. You have two choices. You can either pack your stuff up and leave and scratch, or you can just be quiet. You can just shut up, strap in, and let's go and let's race. And on the other side, there's a football team I play for where they've been inclusive from the jump, mm. literally from the jump. Teammates have been great from the jump. And I haven't always had in a team sport that type of experience. Individual sports, not so much, especially when you're talking about endurance sports, because you have that kinship of suffering when you're doing <laughs> a long bike race or you're doing a triathlon, duathlon, or if you're running a half or a full marathon, you're in a kinship of suffering. So most people are like, I don't care what walk of life you come from. We're all in the same boat right now. We're just trying to get through this 13.1 or 26.2 get to the finish line get our finishing medal and then having food and a food and a pint afterwards that's the main thing so and then i think that's one reason why endurance sports especially have become so much more accommodating and in some ways are ahead of the curve of inclusion because there's this idea that in a sense we're all we're a community of people of shared suffering and we're all in it together so all of the prejudices kind of sink underneath the fact that there's a greater kinship of humanity here yeah, i would love I to see that go to I'd love to see that go across sport. And and again, granted, it's a slow process. But I think one of the things, one thing I do want to point out since we're kind of going there is, Julie, what you were talking about, because it's very important. The armchair athlete doesn't know these issues. One reason is I put this on governing bodies because governing bodies have these regulations. They've allowed certain people with agendas to try and sell the average sports fan who's watching that there's no regulation on this. There are many people who really believe that there are, someone came up to me at a race once is, so you woke up one morning and said you're a woman. You woke up this morning, said you're a woman. Now you compete as a woman. And people really believe that. And people <laughs> don't understand. There's No, there's a lot of regulation, a lot of hoops you got to go through. And I put that on governing bodies. Governing bodies will first get out in front and tell people, no, we have regulation on this. This is what it says. And this is why XYZ athlete who happens to be trans is eligible. If the UCI did that, Emily Bridges would be representing Wales now. Yes, Michel Lapantier, I'm calling you out. You're changing policies over fear because you weren't willing to stand up and say, this is what our policy says. Emily Bridges is eligible to race. End of discussion. We're not having this. See you at the Omnium Championship. Yeah, if they had just done that. I mean, there was a case with the London Marathon recently where someone who finished 6,000 oh, and now, something. Now, that was a ma now, that was just nonsense. Wasn't that it? Was, that was tabloid nonsense. But they took that a was medal. A, that was as they bad took a medal as away. Well, they took, wait a minute, they took away a finishing medal? Yep. Did I hear, did I hear that right? That's correct. Shame on you London Marathon. I, Shame. It's disgraceful. Absolutely. She was 6,160th. What do you get for 6,160th? You get a pint and a finisher medal. That's what you get. And you're going to take away. Take See, that is the problem. All of these, so many of these, why is World Athletics putting this rule down? Why is the UCI putting this rule? Now the UCI is going to be the next one. They're going to do a ban next. All because a transgender woman. Let's talk about what it's about. We have a Caster Semenya rule. We have uh -huh. the Leah Thomas <laughs> rule we have a Dalia Thomas rule and next we're going to have an Austin Kells rule because Michel Lapontier 
is going to be so worried about Kelly Jean Keen saying boo that he's going to ban everyone. And yeah, and it's the same. And you saw that with the London Marathon. That woman runs to raise money for charity. That was it. Yeah. And my understanding is she raises thousands of pounds sterling for charity every year. And yeah. now because the Turf Brigade and Pierce Morgan says boo, you're going to take her finisher medal away? I yeah. Mean, <laughs> that's some Kimmy Badenoch nonsense that you just pulled. No, it is. Absolutely. And we don't mention that Queen of the Turfs. We just refer to her. Oh, um, I do. Because I'm going to tell you right now. No, I'm going to tell you right now. You're, you're not invited to the cookout. Oh, no. Kim, Kimmy and I sh share something very important and very obvious. And all I can say is, Kimmy, a little piece of African-American know-how. You're not invited to the cookout. <laughs> You're going to be just like a certain Mr. Cleverly. You're going to be on the outside looking in at the cookout, just so you know that. No, I was talking about KJK. Oh, Kelly. Oh, well, Kelly Jean got taken care of in Oceania. Yeah, we got to learn something <laughs> from that. And I mean, I was like, she's got a talk coming up. Oh, hang on. I'm going to cut to break, talk to an ad. And then when we come back, I'm going to tell you about what's happening in Manchester. See you after this. Oh, I love this. We continue in moments. This is good. Yes, yes. You're locked to Trans Radio UK. Are you trans and non-binary and feel like drugs or alcohol are impacting your life negatively? Why not check out Trans Sober? We're a grassroots peer support group for the community, by the community. Find us at www.transover.org and join us online or come to one of our weekly drop-ins. We also offer other useful resources. Looking for business cards? Flyers? In fact, anything in print? We can help. Digital format specialists. www.printsmart.uk.com Think smart, print smart. Did you know you can advertise with us for less than a pound a day? Call 0207 856 0584 or email sales at transradiouk.com. Trans Radio UK, a global radio station. The whole LGBTQ plus community can be proud of. Are you looking for an intimate and affordable graphic design service? Are you an indie author needing help to publish your book? Theodora Rosenberg is here to help. With packages for marketing, publishing and branding available, you're sure to be satisfied. Find out more at authortheorose.com Trans Radio UK is on right now. Across the UK and beyond. Now, now, more of the music you love. Trans Radio UK. And we're back. So on the 14th of May, so this would have been a few days ago, there was a, a KJK gathering up in Manchester. And in the run-up to that, I spoke to a bunch of folks that I'd met a few weeks ago at the um, IGR rugby festival rugby tournament the union cup which was also which was up in birmingham so i said to them you know anyone who's who's up there who's nearby should go and almost to a man they all and not women by the way literally it's a predominantly trans male group that i was talking to to a man they were all like yeah i can't really i don't have time i don't want to get in trouble i'm not allowed if i get caught protesting and somebody actually made a good suggestion and they said, well, what we did in Brighton when she came down here was we just did a pop up next to her, sang songs and made more noise than she was making and kissed 
and frolicked and cavorted. You don't have to, you can be creative in how you take her on. You don't have to don your balaclava, grab your torch and pitchfork, but they just wouldn't do it. And I think this is my biggest frustration at the moment with the British people is they are so, they are so cowed into submission. You look at how the French deal with, they wanted to raise their retirement age to an age which is below the UK's retirement age, yeah. age and they burnt stuff down. <laughs> Whereas our lots are just like, oh, what a bother. Oh, well. Sounds like the U.S. as well. I mean, it's one of those things where people don't re- believe how effective they can be. Even though recently we've seen a turning of the tide over here in the States. If you've heard about the situation in Tennessee where they tried to expel two lawmakers. Yeah. Because it, yeah. Was, after, it was after one of the many mass shootings that we have in the United States. You know, we're, yeah, we're kind of known for that another these days. One, isn't yeah. Yeah. And you had the one down in Texas recently, but there was the after the after the school the shooting at the school in Tennessee, you had high school students in Nashville marching on their state capitol saying, "We got to get a handle on this. Enough is enough." And there were three Democratic legislators who left the chambers and stood with them, and the Republican reactionary censored them, saying yeah. it was a breach of decorum, such not and such nonsense. A similar situation happened in Montana with somebody who I consider a. Uh, I consider a friend, our representative, Zoe Zephyr, who is a Democratic House representative in Montana, who is a trans woman. She's her state yeah, we've first heard about that. transgender yeah. elected legislator. When she, in floor debate, said, if you pass a bill banning affirming care, there will be blood on your hand. And it's a true statement. It's a very yeah. true statement. And they said she breached decorum by saying that. So they censured her and they kicked her out of the legislative chamber for the rest of the session. She had to conduct the business of her district outside the chamber and was not called on to speak. They tried to they first they tried to gag her and then they tried to legally remove her from representing her constituency. And that led to mass protest. And it was good to see. And I think I Julie, I hear what you're saying. It's like people feel like they can't be effective, but they can be effective. In the case of Tennessee, the mass protest from the attempt to expel those legislators led to mass protests and led to those legislators being reseated. When they went through the process in their own district, their people said, no, we're just here's what we're going to do. We're going to march on you. We're going to send them back. And we're going to demand mm. that you seat them. And, you're gonna, and we're going to demand that they're respected accordingly. And people need to realize that they are effective. I, by the way, I saw the protest you were talking about. It was beautiful. I, yeah, not every has to be shouting and yelling, but being there and being definite and saying, you're not welcome here. Like what mm. you saw in Australia, New Zealand with Ms. Posey Parker, or Kelly Jenkins, or whatever name she's using this week. It was good to see people <laughs> say, you are not welcome here. Go home. I wish that more Americans had done that when her and her merry band of transphobes jumped on a plane, flew to Atlanta to picket a college swim meet to harass one kid. Uh, I would have yeah. loved to see a lot of people say, go back to Atlanta fly back to Heathrow and go home. And, and oh, just a note, uh, um, Ms. Braverman, tell Kelly Jean King to just stay home. Your home is the best. Your home <laughs> Don't let her come is the back. Best, your home is the best place to be a transphobe. Stay there. <laughs> a message from protest and deny. Protest transphobes everywhere. Deny them a platform everywhere. By the way, I made a little video vignette on my Twitter about that. I'll admit I bit one from I bit one from a from a British oldie but goodie. I basic it sounds like an episode of Pro- of Protect and Survive. Uh, cool. <laughs> Lee, do you want to jump in? 
quickly. <laughs> yeah, well, um, just just quickly, what do you think is the biggest misconception and misunderstanding about transgender athletes and their participation in sports? That there's this massive domination going on. So like you said is- earlier, they are... Oh, you woke up this morning and decided to be a woman. Well, that that's one of, of the biggest misconceptions. That's the first misconception that there are no regulations. The second big misconception is the idea of this dominance. And if you want to go by numbers, I can give you the numbers on this. See, a lot of people talk about nanomoles and they talk about things like the nanomoles involved and there's this science and there's that science. Well, for me, I look at the science of the scoreboard. I look at the science of sports almanac. I look at sporting results. And here's what that science tells me. It tells me that every elite world record is held by a cisgender woman. Every men's elite record is held by a cisgender man. You have had 71,000 athletes who have made an Olympic team anywhere in the world. And by the way, there are 207 of those. There are 207 of those in the world because you have 207 sovereign states that have Olympic team. The number of transgender people that have made an Olympic team and competed in Olympics is three. Three. Three out of 71,000 since the Stockholm Statement in 2003. That's what the numbers. So all this about domination and all this about all of a sudden and and if they say that trans and they say that oh they haven't dominated they haven't dominated now but they but they they haven't dominated yet just want you to know that minority report was not a documentary it was a work of fiction <laughs> there's always there there's this misconception of dominance and then there's the people that try and sell this case by comparing it to something that has nothing to do with and since I have I put a lot of people on blast on here, I'm going to put a certain Miss Karen. I mean, Sharon Davies on blast right now. Yeah, we're no Sharon. I'm talking to you, Sharon. Transgender women had absolutely nothing to do with Deutsche Democratic Republic State Research Plan 14.25. The person that you have a problem with, her name is Petra Schneider. Go to her house in Germany and deal with whatever is still biting you after 43 years. It's been 43 years, Sharon. Was transgender women had nothing to do. Transgender women had nothing to do with you finishing second in Moscow to a drug chief. Now you got a legitimate beef. Sharon Davies has a legit beef with the swimmer from the former East Germany. But you're going to take out your ill feelings after 43 years on me and mine? Come on, really. And and the real sad thing is no one in the sporting press has called her on this. Yeah. And I and I find that ridiculous. And I find that ridiculous. Someone, please, with BBC Sport, with Four, with Eurosport, whatever, call it. The next time she spouts this nonsense, call her on it. Yeah. Believe me, I'll do. I'll do it. I I'll do it from across the Atlantic. Fine. Put me on your show, and I'll do it. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous that people really equate me with Marita Cook. I'm not. <laughs> I wish I was that fast. Of course, I'd do it clean. But the but the thing is, <laughs> Easter, these people talk about gender doping. It's it's ridiculous. But the but again, the average person who's watching buys this. They believe yeah, it. Absolutely. And if and if it goes too far, who knows? Who knows how far the rabbit hole will go? Next thing they'll next thing you'll hear is don't put Charlie Martin in the car. Estrogen is its performance enhancement. It gives her 10, 15 additional horsepower. <laughs> That's how far it could come. <laughs> I don't put anything past it. I do not put anything past the transphobes because yeah. they can get 
some of these I, I give the I give them credit at the same time for the simple fact that they have put together a narrative that unfortunately people buy because they're not hearing the other side and again. And I'm going to call the press out in both our countries for this. You need trans voices. You cannot have a you cannot have an episode of Question Time talking about trans people with no trans people on it. You cannot well, have exactly. You cannot have a news feature on trans people and not talk to trans people. And I've well, they, seen this yeah. too often mm -hmm. in the press where it's, oh, we're going to talk about trans people in this segment and there's not, a, and they're all cis people talking about trans people. That can't happen. No, can't. Yeah, I, that that's such a good point. And I think, you know, you talk about Charlie and her situation when they can't take you on, on the scientific merits of the discrimination. What they'll say is, well, she's denying another woman the opportunity. And if you know her story, you know she made that opportunity for herself. Yeah, but she didn't well, let's talk about let's talk about that though. They're taking an opportunity away. The people that say that, especially in sports, you know what most of them have in common? They lose us? No, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care the first dang thing about women's sport. Oh, they because yeah. I hear this all the time about you're taking scholarships away from women. You're taking this away from women. Women, we're here to save women's sport. Well, okay. Then this is what get whenever you talk to those people, say, I want to save women's sport, ask them a few questions. For example, if you get somebody who's from Save Women's Sports UK who comes up to you, ask them this. How do you feel about the sport and culture funding that's going to Team GB? Over the they're talking, what is it? Something like 32 billion pounds over the next eight years. What's your thoughts on that? And what's your thoughts on the fact that women are going to get maybe 17% of that? What's yeah, your thoughts well, on that? Yeah. Oh, a, yeah. They're 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 yeah. talking about Big funding for Team GB over the next eight years. But apparently, women aren't getting a lot of that. How do you feel about that? It seems like the women are, I mean, how do you feel about the fact that the that even after this great triumph last summer at your, at Women's Euro 2022, England won it, by the way, the fact that the FA still isn't raising some funding for women's football. What's your thoughts on, what's your thoughts on the fact that there's still funding gap by the, by the FA? What's your thoughts on that? You know what you're going to get? You're going to get what I call the Pac-Man noise. Well, I, 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 that's their way of saying, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> and they need to just be honest and say, uh, we don't really care about that. We're just here for the transphobia because that's what just it is. Say, they don't call care it what it is. Most of <laughs> these people, people don't care about women's sport. They thought Sally Gunnell was a cook. Most of these women don't couldn't care the first thing about some women's sport. Yeah. Seriously. And, and even some of the women who claim to care about some women's sport, Sharon Davies, if you really care about some women's sport, you know what? Make sure some more pools get open. Yeah. Get some more, you know, get some more kids swimming. I mean, Inga, like we have someone over here who's in the who's been in the news over this Austin Killips thing with the cyclists. Her name's Inga Thompson. Inga Thompson is a turf here in the United States who's really been she's been quoted by the daily fail and that's another thing just to note stop reading the daily fail stop reading the fail <laughs> seriously stop stop reading the day oh we're gonna oh i have something about the daily fail something if you don't know about this something important has to do with leah thompson get there in a minute but okay if you really, let me let me, you really let me pause you there hold that thought right. hold yeah. that thought because we're gonna go for a break real quick when we come back you're gonna carry on <laughs> see you in a bit Oh, I love this. We continue in moments. This is good. Yes, yes. You're locked to Trans Radio UK. Do you need someone to talk to? You're on your own. Slide. 
you have no one that will listen. It doesn't have to be that way. Well, everybody hurts, but sometimes everybody cries. Everybody hurts. Truck lessons because everyone needs to talk sometime. Call 0800-009-6640 between 8am and 2am. Truck listens because everybody needs to talk sometime. Did you know we receive no funding here at Trans Radio UK? To keep us on air and growing, we rely on donations. To donate, please head to www.transradiouk.com and click the link. A regular payment of £20 will see you become a partner of Truck. Other options are available. Email info at transradiouk.com for details. A big thank you from all the team here at Trans Radio UK. The world's largest radio station for the trans community. Trans Radio UK. And we're back. Yeah, you had a thought about you, you were about to share something and I had to oh, cut you off for the oh, a couple of things. First, <laughs> first there's a no. First, the thing about thing about Inga Thompson. Inga Thompson, former Olympic cyclist here in the United States, two-time podium finisher in the in women's tour de France in the 1980s. And She's been very vocal. She's even been quoted by, you know, like the Sun and the Daily Fail over in the UK about the situation with the with the trans woman cyclist Austin Killips, who recently won a state a multi-day stage race here in the United States. Now, she apparently has a foundation that's that is helping young, young women advance in cycling. Well, I'd like to know a question. Um, who have you advanced? Where are they? How are they doing? See, if you really want. Get off the transphobia and actually back some women's sport. For the average person, you know, buy a ticket. See teams play. Coach your neighborhood youth organizations always need coaches and volunteers. Do that. Make sure that your school is practicing funding equity for both boys and girls. Yeah. Oh, and about press coverage. Make sure your local your local media sources are covering the men's game are covering the women's games with the same intensity that they're covering men, men's athletics. Do the same. Make sure the same's being done. If it's not being done, give them hell teledance. That's how you really save women's sports. And oh yeah, push to make sure that Larry Na- that there are no Larry Nassers in the locker rooms where your daughters and your nieces are playing. You see, they don't want to talk about that, but they all yeah, but exactly. they want to talk about that transphobia. Now you're probably wondering why I don't like the Daily Fail. I'll tell you why. Well, first because <laughs> it's a we rat. don't have we'd need another hour for that one. No, no, the Daily <laughs> Fail did something. And I don't think people in Britain really understand this because a lot, I mean, people in Britain really got to understand it was during, it was last year during the run up with Leah Thomas, her university swim team over the holiday break, went down to Florida, did some training, some team bonding and the daily fail hired or sent a photographer to go down and take these like clandestine spy shots of her and her teammates College-age women in their bathing suits, mind you. They oh, look disgusting. like a bunch of peeping Toms in the bushes. And the Daily Fail 
ran this. The Daily Mail ran these photos to try and dig up some dirt on a college kid in America that most people hadn't heard of. But now everyone's heard of her because of, because the turfs and the transphobes and the bigots make sure you know about her. I am surprised that the Daily Mail wasn't officially sanctioned for that. They should have. I'll put it this way. As a journalist and as a working journalist, and I've been a journalist for 30 years, whenever I see anyone from the Daily Fail, I'm just going to look at them with a look that burns through lead because yeah. of that reason. I mean, yeah. that. that that tr their transphobia, their bias, it's naked. But the real sad thing is there's so much of the press that's trending in that direction. Yeah. Or they're not trending in that direction. Again, it goes back to we need a press that's willing to actually listen to trans people and center them when they're doing these stories. And even before that, doing the story. Because the one of the most uncovered stories in my country has been this wave of legislation. I'm yeah. surprised. It's been vastly, by the national media in the United States, it's been vastly undercovered. Yeah, Most it's, people it's, have no idea. Unless you're following it like we do. You're right. No yes, I follow it. I follow it because I have a vested interest. But I, I think that's one of the things that us as trans people and as allies have to do. We have to continue mm -hmm. to, one at one level, we have to fight the fight in three sectors. At, at our local level, we have to fight the fight to keep people accountable, be they lawmakers, be they press, be they business leaders, keep people accountable, and also help keep each other together. That's where our communities are important. At a national yeah. level, the idea is knowing what's going on in other parts of the country, lending support where you can. Julie, what you were just talking about. Mm. There's a time when we have to mobilize and go where the darkness is and bring the light. But at a third level, and this is important to me, is also having a very, I mean, and again, this is my hammer and sickle coming out here. A very internationalist <laughs> perspective. The people's flag is deepest red. Yes, I'm a red. I own it. And I take a very internationalist perspective. So I, I may not be able to jump on a plane and say, get to Britain, but I can at least be cognizant of what's going on there and send solidarity. Yeah, I mean, that's such an interesting point. I do wonder where these turfs get all their money from, because if we were as, as well funded as they are, you know, that would be wonderful if you could just get on an airplane and go and attend the pride march wherever and oh but oh trans oh trans <clears throat> pride i'm gonna show up at, oh trans pride in the uk i'm gonna show up at one oh dev oh <laughs> definitely that. <laughs> oh oh definitely oh i've got there are people i want to meet in person there are, oh there's definitely a lot of people in the uk i want to for starters my cousin emily my british cousin emily i want to meet her and her mom in person uh natalie washington i'd love to meet in person in fact i would love to be in a kit with trucking United FC playing a match with them, okay, even with we... my even with my meager football skills, even with my meager, <laughs> skills, I would need... I would love to do it. I would I'd love to do it. I'd probably be in the midfield somewhere. Uh, you I'd already a, you've already picked yourself then. Okay. I'd be yeah. I'd either uh, you, could, you throw me in the mid either mid either throw me in midfield. I mean, there's there's one position that's always nailed down for Truck United, and that's and that's goal. That's that's Blair <laughs> Hamilton all day every. That's Washington team machine Blair Hamilton all day every day. So oh, yeah. <laughs> other people I want to meet. I want to get a driving lesson from Charlie Martin. Oh yeah, yeah, she's lovely. I've met. I want to. I want to get a. I want to get a driving lesson from her, preferably in a BMW, since I know Irish and Motherfuckers are jams. So there we go. <laughs> Can if we do that, can I get it? Think you could talk BMW getting getting me an M6? If we can do that, let's hook that up. Um, 
Phoebe Rose from Transition Stories. Oh, I definitely want to meet her because I was on Transition Stories a couple of years ago. Loved it. But okay, yeah, well, we need it, to start a GoFundMe for you then. Go, Definitely. We'd not? love to have you over here. <laughs> but that's the internationalist perspective is that yeah. we can give that support and where they're getting their money from. Because they believe me, they have it. A lot of that money's yeah. coming from right wing groups in the United States. I mean, yeah. why is there a turning point UK? Yeah, they were causing why? all sorts of nonsense last week as well. Oh, and, well, well, the head of well, the head of turning point USA is basically calling for lynching trans people. He's, uh, he's basically calling for, he says, we need to do a trans people we used to do in the 50s and 60s. As a black American, I can tell you what that means. Yeah. That means we're going to be lit. That means people are going to end up missing again. That's that's what Charlie Kirk's talk. Yeah, Charlie Kirk, I heard that. I don't know what it means. But think about it. They're getting money from turning points. They're getting money from the Heritage Foundation. And there's documentation of that where they flew over to get a check. They flew over, yeah. went down the street, spoke at some function with some right-wing Bible-bashing group in the States, and they're coming back with some pounds sterling. That's where they're getting their money from. I mean, it even recently, Kelly Jean King, it came out that um, some political action committee in the United States, yeah, CPAC is throwing her money. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I mean, and my thing is, why y'all hiding it? Come on, we all know bigots of a feather flock together. Well, what are you hiding for? They, and see, that's the other part. All these people try and be, I can't stand, I don't like any type of bigots, but I can't stand polite ones. It's the polite bigots. You know, the ones that to say things like, well, you know, we just don't want, here's more things, a perfect example of this. Yeah. Well, we don't want biological males. Look, if you're going to call me a man, just do it. Don't try yeah. and tap dance or don't try and use a lot of the, a lot of the pseudoscientific gobbledygook. Just tell people, yes. I am a transphobe and let them decide on your merit. See, they're because most people are not. If you give people a cup of bigotry straight up, they're not going to drink from it. I'm a, I'm a believer in that. I believe that most mm. people, when presented the facts straight, no chaser, they're going to they're going to fall on the side of inclusion because people are not most people are not jerks. Most people have not given their humanity away the way that yeah. a Cody Parker apparently has. Yeah, exactly. Problem is they have they have to couch it. I'm saying stop couching it. Stop hiding from it. Look, you, you guys know what you believe. You're saying it. You've said the now they're saying the quiet part out loud because look who you lined up with. Just a note. If there are Nazis at your rally and you're not disavowing them, you're at a Nazi rally. <laughs> You you are. I mean, come on. If you if you're if you're down with Bear, if you're down with Oswald Mosley, fine. Be that. So we've we've got about four minutes left. So last chance, Lee, and last chance. I think I said enough. <laughs> so last chance for Lee and last chance for Katie. Let's um let's try and sort of wrap this all up then in the few minutes that we've got left. So, Carly, how do you hope mm -hmm. to use your platform as a trans athlete to make a difference in the world? Wow, I got a platform? <laughs> well, <laughs> well you're on, you, got, you got a contract. <laughs> yeah. how, one way is I'm a believer in the concept of team. Together, everyone achieves more. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I like you doing with my platform, be it my podcast, be it my writing, be it sport, is to give other people whose voices may not be heard a chance to speak as well. I mean, I'm here to, what I do as a journalist, and especially without sports, and what I've tried to do in covering, especially transgender people in sports, is to amplify and to humanize. 
That's yeah. that's one of the biggest things because so often we can talk about like for these situations, trans athletes versus women. Sounds too much like Mecha Godzilla versus Godzilla to me. It's this monster <laughs> movie mentality. It's it's cringy and it's dehumanizing. Yeah. One of the things that upset me the most is the is the rank dehumanization of yeah, transgender people. And that's I not a bug. In, it's a feature of this. It's a feature. Yeah. But the thing is, though, it's time to dismantle the system. That's what I want to use my platform to do is to add my platform to all of those and give as many voices the opportunity to say, we can do better than this. Sport can be better than this. Sport I love can be, that. And I want to give a special shout out to Dame Kelly Holmes, who used to be turfy and then kind of like got, got some new information and got yeah. her head together. Boy, and now she's coming in the that. other direction. And, well, first off, for me, yeah. he's one of my favorite athletes. And, it's, and that's one of the things. Two of my favorite athletes are people who have been anti-trans. One is Martina Navratilova, huge fan of her. And it's sad that she's become turfy because I really think it's, she has a similar problem to Sharon Davies. The things that she says about trans people, the was saying about her 40 years ago yeah. and unfortunately she's kind of forgot about that another one is daily thompson that breaks my heart because when i was a little kid daily thompson was my guy he was my guy yeah. and to hear him sounding like sharon davies that was like an arrow right through the heart it hurt and i wanted to say to all these to all these people that are supposedly speaking out um not one talk to some trans folks i know one you can talk to straight away he's handling sport and community outreach for mermaid uk very carl smith love you verity yes i'm Yes, I'm shouting you out. You know, <laughs> get a sit down with him. He can get you connected with a lot of other people who can talk about what it means to be trans in the UK today. Yeah, we both and, know. And that's for all of us. Talk to our talk to trans people. Yeah, we, we both, know our own lives. We both know Verity. Verity. We definitely, he's, he's top of my list for, on my guest list. After you, of course. Oh, um, yeah, no, no, you got to have Verity on. Yeah. You, you got you got a very bad man. Yeah. I love so, me some VC Smith. <laughs> okay, so before we let you go, how can people follow you? Well, you, you can read me on outsports.com. I'm there. I'm part of a new effort called Transpire Media as well, which is a which is a media group that's ran by trans people. We'll be doing some stuff for them in the coming weeks. The Transporter Room, my podcast will return in June. And if you want to know where I am, I'm Chardonnay M on Twitter. I'm Rocketdyne1965 on my Instagram. And those are the two places you can find me the most. I also have a, got a YouTube channel as well. So there's a lot of things that are going to be happening as we head into the summer months. That's going to have an opportunity to like to do exactly what I just told Lee about is to get more voices out there that have not been heard. Because there are so many stories. A good example was was one of the last podcasts before. Unfortunately, we lost our sponsor with out because the parent corporation for Outsport that's sponsoring Outsports ended support for all the podcasts a couple months ago. Getting Arthur Weber on because that was just a big deal just for that just before that game. And I do want to give a shout out out to to Trans Radio UK, which is not just it's not just good for for trans folks in the United Kingdom, you have a global reach. It's a beautiful global reach. And mm. long live fucking United FC. And <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing their next history making match. I mean, they're talking about a possible game between that all that all the trans man side and a similar side Germany, which would be a which would be a rivalry match. And yeah. if, <laughs> if this comes about, I would fly over for it because I wanted to see if there is a trans Jeff Hurst who play who, who, in the truck on the truck United team that'd be that'd be a fun that would be fun to see a match like that and of course homes for an, an anglo-american challenge game and i just want to give a note note if you're in the united states and you play football 
if you play association football and you're trans, I want you. I'm going to be your auntie Samantha right now. I want you. I want you because we're going to put a team together to take on Truck United. How about Brilliant. It? Let's do this. Okay. Challenge accepted. <laughs> All right. Let's close it out there. And thank you so much, Carly. This has been as usual. It's like Thanks drinking, for having me. It's like drinking from a fire hydrant talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, any? I'll say goodbye from me. Lee, anything you want to add? Yeah, so let's just continue to listen to and uplift the voices of transgender athletes like Harley. Thank you very much for listening in. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at truck underscore TT, where you can comment and give us suggestions for upcoming episodes. And stick around for Miss Genius Unorthodox Jukebox after the news. The world's largest radio station for the trans community. Trans Radio UK.